Happy season three. What up? What up? Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for sharing. Um, I'm really, I'm just enjoying things. And I guess that's a great way to start off season three is feeling like you're enjoying life. This particular topic was um, a suggestion from a Facebook friend and then Last week, I did a couple of readings, and this was an overarching energy that was through each one of them was this need to be themselves, um, be true to their light, be true to their own energy, their own ashe, however that resonates. And thinking about my own personal journey into remaining true to me and being myself and self-love. So I feel like the first part of self-love is to know who you are. And I think that's the thing that some people are trying to find out is who are they? Um, I know I've talked about this before, but I, I knew myself, but I feel like my spiritual awakening reintroduced me to me. Um, another thing is thinking about who you were as a kid before any trauma, before heartbreak, before anything like that. Who were you as a child? What was your energy like? How did you present yourself at that time? And that will tell you a lot about who you are at your core, because at the core of your being and your soul, your inner child, that's who you are. I was just having a conversation with a friend I haven't talked to at the park today. She and I haven't talked in a few years. And telling somebody you haven't talked to in years, like, hey, I went through a spiritual awakening. I read tarot and oracle cards now. Every once in a while, I check out a birth chart. I do moon readings. I make spiritual baths and oils. Like, that's a lot. And that's a lot that's not what I was doing before, not what a lot of people or a lot of people outwardly doing. It's just a lot. But I told her and I did it without feeling like I needed to hide it. Like I did it, it was like, like, this is what it is. Like, let me just go ahead and tell you this now and be open and just let it out. And then to know that even though she doesn't do the divination piece, but to have no talk, she has crystals and things like that. This is why you be yourself, because as you align with who you truly are, your tribe of people, your soul tribe will start to gravitate to you because you are now vibrating at your authentic frequency and it makes them easier to find you. See, she and I hadn't spoken in years. Nothing happened. Like very often, like people in my life, they just are away. And I told someone recently, like so many people I don't talk to anymore. There's nothing happened. There was no fight. There was no blow up. They're just not here with me anymore. And something that my vibration, theirs, both of our vibration changed and it repelled. So I said something may happen and these people come back 
you know, may bring us back together or we may not. It may have typically been a season and not a lifetime. And does that make me happy? No, but I am okay because I understand. So if I had not been just being me, I don't know if she would have come back to me in the way that she did. And I mean, we got to hang out and talk and laugh and love on each other. And it was great to just do that and be myself, especially since, you know, I hadn't hung out with a female, like a woman, like, like someone of my gender, like that in a while. Like, and I, I guess I had put it out there in the universe for that. So, um, I'm happy in that regard. But I hadn't, I'd been half myself. I said it at work all the time. The person y'all see at work is not the person that's at home with me. Those two people don't know each other. And COVID forced me to work from home, which was much to my delight. But then it brought work me in my house. See, work me was separate. I'd leave the office and she'd stay there and I'd come home. Or I'd work at my mom's house, but she was not in my house. And all of a sudden she was able to be in my house. And I feel like that is what caused a shift. But you have to know who you are. That's the the first part is knowing who you are. And if you're not sure, just sit and play. Like real talk, sit and play. You can do some of the esoteric stuff. You can check your birth chart and your life path number, but just do something basic and sit and play. Color, play outside. And I mean like really like play like a little kid, play. And then see what kind of the memories it triggers. And those things will help guide you to who you are. That's a completely simple thing that you can do. So that's part one. Once you know who you are, Know who you are completely, not just the things that you show, but what's lurking in your shadow. What I've been doing is really paying attention to when people trigger me and what it is that triggers me about them, because there's something in my shadow that's causing that to show up. Everyone you connect with is reflecting something back to you, whether it is your light or your shadow, they reflect something back to you. And if it triggers you in a not so positive way, it may be your shadow and you need to see what it is that you're holding on to underneath the surface that they're showing you. Um, Not being a people pleaser. And when I say that, I feel like I do a really great job of being a light for people. Um, But in this, um, not in a self-deprecating way anymore where my needs have to come last. Sometimes they do. Sometimes I have to come last. Sometimes my kids need to eat and maybe I'm not. Sometimes my kids might need something and maybe I don't. But from everyone else, sometimes, you know, I've called people and I maybe wanted to say X, Y, Z, and then I realized they are going through something. And then I have to decide, one, do I have the energy to offer them? And if so, make space to forget what I need and give to them at that moment. Sometimes you have to give in order to receive later. But if you're just constantly 
oh, okay, oh, all right, no. And then you feel bad. It doesn't make you feel good. You're not feeling fulfilled when you do that. There is something missing when you're doing that. You are just being a people pleaser. You are not living in your authentic self. Everybody is not meant to people please in their life. Some people have come to this life to not do that, to think of self. That is their journey because they did the opposite their previous lives. So understanding, you know, when it's time to, you know, bend and when it's time to stand firm in yourself. And that's important because people pleasing will cause you to not do things because it'll make people uncomfortable. I have two Instagram profiles. I have my private one and I have my public profile. Now, initially, because it's actually not the case right now, initially what the situation was is that I did not want to share my spiritual journey publicly. My spiritual journey, I, I just didn't feel comfortable sharing it at that time but I felt like I was being called to share. So I said, okay, well, I'll just create this separate profile. And even if for people who know me, they go to my private page. If you look at my bio, it even says, follow my spiritual journey on my other profile. So Nia Shalom is my public page. And that's where I post in, you know, things related to my spiritual journey. But I remember the first time I posted something about a morning reading on my private page, the one that is where everyone I that knows me that actually knows me in real life is. And I was like, oh, snap. And I was like, well, I didn't, you know, I had a home like Mr. Chow moment, but did you die? And I'm like, I did not. Hmm. What do you know? And I didn't get the whole, you know, I think the fear was I was going to get a whole bunch of like, oh, my God, you're going to go to hell kind of. And I I did not like real talk. Honestly, to this day, that does still kind of surprise me. But I guess because people know me and they knew I didn't I wasn't raised as a Christian. Yes, I was raised in an Abrahamic faith. But at the end of the day, I was not raised as a Christian. So I was already different. So I guess me being a little bit more different. Uh, probably didn't like phase up much. Um, and I'm okay with that. But it was an opportunity for me to just, okay, I'm going to put this thing out here. And it was just one step at a time. You don't, if you have not been used to putting your real self out there, I would say baby step it because that's what I did. Like little thing. I do a thing here. I do a thing there. I do a thing here and I do a thing there. Even locking my hair was an act of my authenticity. Like I wanted to wear my natural hair. I really liked locks. And I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna lock my hair and I'm gonna do it myself because I don't have the money for sister locks. That's what I wanted, but I didn't have sister locks money. So I wanted something else with character. So I two strand twisted and locked my hair and I could have easily bought a wig and hid it. Because I went through so much of my life feeling like I had to have long hair in order to be seen as beautiful. Do I still enjoy the long hair? Absolutely. I'm already plotting on a protective style right now. But at the end of the day, I know I don't need it. But what before it was a need, before it came about because the person I was dating 
would rather look at me with the long weaves. They wanted me to look a certain way and I was trying to fit who it was they wanted me to be. But it never really felt like me. Me is like I was today in a beautiful bright yellow dress with my um, Charles Barkley sneakers on. (laughs) That was just me today. Me is also the chick that wore a white sheer dress and black stilettos. That's also me. And it's okay that I'm both of those individuals and then some. I'm multi-dimensional, multi-layered. You kind of just, what sign is the moon in? I don't know, you know, that may be influencing it, but I am all of those things and they're all authentically me. I like to write poetry from my heart. I like to write poetry that is sensual and erotic because that's what I like to write. And that's me. And so I baby stepped into allowing those pieces of me to have space and take up space and do so in a way that was authentic and comfortable for me. So I would say first and foremost is knowing who you are. That's, that's, that's the biggie. You got to know who you are. Um, I told uh, my friend today that I remember the little girl standing in the middle of the yard saying she was a witch, wanting the creepy house because I was going to give out the fire candy um, for Halloween. And that was who I, that, that was who I am. But I forgot her trauma and, you know, abuse and things of that nature. She was hid and curled up in a little ball, hiding inside my purse and just wishing that she could come out. And now I can tell when I'm like, like fully in flow because I'm doing like silly stuff because she was silly, like all, all day. I have always been silly. And when I am in full flow, I'm exceptionally silly. So I do stuff like I saw somebody walking while we were talking and his locks were down his back. And so I was telling her about how beautiful his locks were. And so as he was walking back, I, I say inadvertently, but I don't know. Maybe spirit was like, look, and I'm like, I don't know, because we made eye contact. And then I realized, because I'm real clairsentient, like he's still looking this way. And so we looked up and I finally was like, Ayo, your locks are absolutely, he's like beautiful, gorgeous. And I'm like, yes, all of those things. And in my head, I'm like, yo, you haven't done that in years. You have not done that in years. I mean, granted, like it probably would have been inappropriate at least the last few years since I was with someone, but like, that confidence to be like, hey, yo, what up, though? And even then, when I used to do it years ago, it wasn't confidence. I was being silly. I was just like being silly. And that's what I was doing in that moment was being silly. But he gave me his phone number, though. <laughs> like, so again, you as you're being who you are, it 
tells the universe to bring those things, those experiences to you that are authentically you. So I encourage you to be yourself and baby step your way through it. No one's telling you that you're like, bow, and you feel uncomfortable. Do one thing. One thing that is authentically you that you've never done. And it doesn't have to be in public. You can just do it for yourself. One thing that's authentically you. Then do another thing and another thing and celebrate after you do the thing. That's important is celebrating your growth because when you do that one thing, that is a step of growth. That is a little leaf, that's a little bud that has attached itself to your tree of life and has grown there that wasn't there before. So celebrate your growth, nurture your growth and do that first thing repetitively. Don't just stop doing it that one time. Do it over and over again because it takes 21 days to break a habit. So do it at least 21 days, at least 21 days and be grateful that you remember what that feels like. Be grateful that you remember that childlike jubilation, the Sun tarot card not only can um, the sun has a few different energies, sometimes it's father, but sometimes it's child, it's children, it's your inner child. And when the sun is shining and bright and beautiful, it is just happy and joyous and free and frivolity. That's what spirit wants us to feel. That's what, that's what the divine in you feels like. So being able to stay in yourself, it starts with one, being able to just know who yourself is, do little things that align to, and you'll know when this thing aligns to you. The message in my book I pulled this morning was effort. And that you know when you are in alignment with the universe because everything flows. It simply flows as it's supposed to go. The moment you have to exert effort to try to make the thing happen, that thing may it not be in an alignment. You have to get help and you have to get support. So that thing is not in alignment with you. So you'll know when you're being your authentic self because you'll feel like you're flowing. I was making my homegirl um, some stuff because she's in town and I'm so excited to see her. She's bringing me away speeds. So we're doing an energy exchange. So I made her um, a custom bath tea and oil, um, a couple of candles in a scrub. And my ancestors must be close because birds just completely landed on the roof right by where I'm sitting. Um, but I made her some stuff and it was just flowing. My candles is cute. The t- I'm like, it was just coming together. Like, hey, I don't know why this works for me. Don't ask me why. One of my ancestors or several were healers, worked with herbs or root workers. They are in there working through me. And that's who my soul is. And I just move through it. So it happened with ease. I got everything done. It was super, like, I finished almost everything simultaneously. I was like in flow. I was like, hey, all righty then. I was being myself. 
I was doing what it is that I wanted to do. The book that I'm working on, the book series, this is going to be a series. This is going to be an ongoing series that you can, ebooks that you can purchase every month for the daily energy in the form of a poem. It's going to give you the energy of the day. I'm doing divination in the form of a poem. I am so excited about that. And it's just coming like I'm like, okay, like I'm almost a week. I'm almost done with the first week of August. And I'm like, hmm. All right, then. Uh, Okay, I've got the lineup, the template. I got the book cover done. I am like excited. I'm excited to see how this unfolds. And it's not even the only project I'm working on. When I do a moon reading and I don't do it on video, it's not that I don't want y'all to see me. It's because I don't be, I want to be focused on the reading. Um, I'm going to try to get over that (laughs) because I need to stop being so focused on it. But when I don't do it and I'm just like in flow, it just happens super easy. It happens so easily. And that feels more authentic to me. The podcasts feel more authentic to me than the YouTube channel did. Um, The poems that I'm posting on Medium, scheduling the, you know, that feels authentic to me. And it comes, I've got a whole lot of content. Like I don't even have to write new stuff right now. There's so many poems I have that I haven't shared. So I'm just like literally going through old stuff and posting that on Medium. That feels good to me. Um, when I did the readings for the, and like these were donation readings, like they, like you can either pay me or not. Um, God bless um, the person that did, um, but they didn't have to. And... I was like, bet I'm going to do these readings. And it was just like, this is beautiful. And I love how this is like unfolding for me. And the more I learn about myself, the more I step into myself, even this prayer I just learned for I'm taking a class for a specific walk that I'm taking and the prayers not in English. And it was so beautiful because I did it for, my godmother and she's looking at me and she is like in like she did it and then once I stopped laughing the nervous laughter and I just did it and she was like yes and I was like all right then okay okay that's what being yourself feels like it's it's such I am so humbled and so grateful that I'm in this place in my life And I won't lie and say there are not moments like, why did it take me till 42 to get here? But everything leading up to this point is what makes me a healer. Everything leading up to this point is why I can be a light because I know what it feels like in the dark and to still be able to illuminate for others. I know what it feels like to be in the dark and I'm still have been a light for others. I just now am able to be a brighter light because now I'm also a light for myself. I hope that this encourages you to remain you, to love on yourself and be authentic in who you are and the way that you are 
if you would like to talk or consultation. I also make self-love, um, spiritual baths, um, and oils. If you need any support on your own journey to self-love and your own authenticity, by all means, reach out to me. Um, drop me a message, hit me up on Instagram, and I'd be more than happy to assist you on your journey. Otherwise, take care. Grow with Naya will be a weekly podcast where I discuss not only my spiritual life, but also my regular everyday life as well. I will also share what else I'm growing in my garden, including any new poetry, courses, events, and interviews with inspiring souls. My intention is for this to be a place of growth and community. Be sure to leave me a voice message. Find me on social media at Naya Shalom. Gratitude in advance for you subscribing, liking, rating, sharing, and commenting on any podcast app. Thank you.